Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> microphone 
any tear to make people smile. Why? Why not? What else is there to do but to find ways to enjoy what we call life? Is it a rap scheme for 5,000, 15, 1,300, 12 seconds? All in a row, every single world without even a second. Rhyme together all in one musical style? Perhaps, or perhaps not. I don't know. This is show number 198. I've got to go. I'm the quarterback, and I've got to throw myself 
the path I need to connect with, put up the pins that I need to win. As many times you can incorporate teams, but when you're really in life, you are a one-player system. You can pull off most things in the world, and that's why a lot of people pull together themselves with mates. They can find someone else. They think can help you do the accounting, I'll do the dishes kind of attitude. Things don't always exactly measure and make sense in the world when there's a lot of things that people can come together and they can do together and make things happen because the world is not something that makes sense. Dr. Spock didn't say how to live life after you graduate from college. Like, what am I going to do? I'm 24 walking around in the world. How am I going to explore and look into the world? Is it some kind of book? Is it some kind of thing? Well, the point about it is it is a book, but it's a book that you write yourself. You're supposed to be writing and documenting yourself and putting down your ideas, putting down your your beautifulness, not like a scripture, like just the your your stencils, your art, your drafts, your thoughts, your words, your energies, your everything you have is coming straight from you as the energy of the universe comes from this place up and wherever it comes from and it is absence with ideas and thoughts and go, Wow, we should do this, we should do that, we should do this and we figure out how do we get the anti off of us, the things that want to tell us to not to do things, to be wary of things, to be overly cautious to only have negative progression to only do careful movements where when one does not go out there and look at the ebb and flow one cannot stand in front of a complete waterfall of fluid coming straight forward a river does not move out of the way for someone if someone wants to do something so strong to fight against it then that's a lot of energy one's got to do is complete water is moving past you or you can go with the water and flow and create a boat and create a civilization upon islands across the entire space universe, figuring out whatever no sense that sentence makes. But if you think about it, we're just people. We're on the ark. We're living. We're trying to enjoy ourselves. We're just trying to get to where we need to get. Where is that continuing? We need to continue and make sure everybody can continue on to the future. Because that's the only thing that really matters is the future. Because if we keep taking away futures, then that's really, really sucky. So we got to make sure that we stop using military powers to take away other people's futures. Like, okay, maybe they don't know what fighting is or they want to be called combatants or this or that. But we got to find out ways to be like, yo, what about hemp grenades, man? What about you chill out, dude? throw a CBD grenade on them filled with THC and just like, ah, and they're like, ah, man, ah, you know, we don't go in there, we don't shoot them, we don't scare people, say, hey, we're here without aggression to say, hey, we're, we just want you guys to chill out and just like not be killing people. That's bad, dude. And, you know, you have to go in there and people don't want to be arrested or trained to be very special freaking covert hippies in the world and be like, yo, dude, we should be like peace armada and just smoke a whole bunch of hash and all chill out and not worry about freaking the AK collision cobs and all the other things that they say everybody's got in their backpack in, uh, you know, other places besides the United States. You know, what do we know about what's going on out there? You know, people are really wanting to figure out how to exist in the world with all these other people in other places, but they don't have the same beauty of talking whatever comes out of their face. 
freedom of speech. Inside of your faith, freedom of speech is what our forefathers fought for, more than just the unrepresented taxation, more than just being held back like, hey, you're taxing the heck out of us and send it all abroad. That tiny little place, this is a big giant country here, whatever, that was their view, we're here now, and we're like, yo, we're we're humans, and we need to be open-minded to the fact that we are many, many, many cultures. This country is made up of more cultures than any other country. There's no country in existence ever on the planet that has had so many different cultures in it. I was saying you call this a country, a country or group with borders-like things. Like these are all these different cultures together working in harmony the best that we can in this giant place called the, the United States. And it's like, wow, we're in North America and uh, the Hawaiian Islands and Guam, and Puerto Rico, and just like, this is awesome, dude, y'all, we are doing great, people, you gotta look around, like, yo, man, we can, like, do it a, a millimeter better, but, like, dude, dude, wax in China, dude, just, look, we got things rocking, things are so awesome in the universe, that there are, of course, dangers, but look at how look how far we've gotten. I mean, look, dude, we're not like caged people. We've got like you want to just see a movie right now. We got the movie theater right there. We got the bowling alley. We got like sticks and stones. You know, we got all these things that they didn't have in the past. Well, I mean, that's all they had was sticks and stones in the past. But like these days, we've got all these other things to do. What is people really complaining about? Complaining to complain is really freaking annoying. If you think about it, it's like, pull that whiny little attitude off of people's voice. And it's all right. See, just talk about stuff like, man, there's a hell of oppression going down in this village. How do you help these people out, you know? What are the serious things that would be like, hey, military, you know, how do you have ideas, like, do you go in there and say, like, hey, stop, like, murdering, killing all these people in these villages, you know, and send all the military troops in, or do, do how do you get people just to chill, chill out, like, hey, you know what, here's some herbs, smoke some herbs, you know, you guys need housing, health care, all right, let's hook it up, dude, Home Depot is for everybody, we hook up, like, ways for people to build, ecologically around them say, hey, look, we understand that everybody's going to want their American dream. They're going to want their car. And I look around, and we got so many cars. But what goes under the car? People don't think about that. Like, we just take this, and we make it so nothing could live on it and cover it with, like, this monkey rock stuff. And it's like, bleh. And it's like, huh, yo. Now you got a smooth ride in your car. Well, we're going to pave Earth over also as we share the Home Depot land with everybody. How do we find ways for people to get their get their future on without covering the orchards? 
You know, right now I'm in this orchard park. You know, this whole world is filled with so many beautiful places and cars that are placed in parks. I can't keep this idea forever, but cars that you hit a button and they squeeze together a little, you know, and they're like, you know, the back comes in, and you're like, you know, it's for parking. That makes so much sense. Come on, it's like off the screen transformer cars. Like, I could use a few of those, man, and it make my life so much easier. I'm like, oh, man, now I could really fit into that spot. Like, I'm not using all the space in this car. Like, this car, like, has its, like, little quadrant parts that just glue collapses in on itself. Like, all right, dude, straight up getting closer to Jetson, you save, like, what, four feet? Four feet is a lot of feet sometimes. Like, that's a lot of space. Like, if you take a whole bunch of cars and you squeeze them all together, but you have an entire another row of cars, that's, like, another, like, 7% thing on the making up number scale of how much of an increase it would be, you know? Whatever science test one can take when we actually build cars that can accordion. Like, if you can accordion a car, like, yeah, dude, that's a car. Yeah. I think that's super cool. I mean, it sucks for, like, those that like to hang out in the cars because you can't obviously hang out in an accordion car. Like, it would not be that much fun. Because all the free space would be taken up. It'd be like, that's just moving the seat back and forth. And you get everything just squishing in. So. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to find a way to make what you need in the future. Like, what's your spaceship going to be? Like, you know, spaceship looks pretty much the same as this, except for the lift-off button and the, like, the control of, like, what objects are around me, you know? I'm driving a spaceship every single moment of the universe in it when I'm in a car. And then it's just like the car driving around, driving here on the Earth itself. This is a ship of space. I mean, we're stuck to the face of the gravity right now. We're refining it. Like, you keep taking something, you whittle it down and whittle it down. You take something lines of electronic communication that people communicate with and over years all of a sudden you have what's in my hand right now. Like where did these come from? Children of the cell phone, you know? You think about how people are these days and how like one grew up. I grew up when I had like the the twenty four hundred baud modem, you know, that it was so cool. I got to borrow some of one point four K Bod modem, you know, be able to surf like calling into BBS's bulletin board systems and such. Like, yeah, what's the cool, whatever, whatever we're doing back in those days when I was like in high school, you know, pre high school days. Yeah, that was, that was, that was really neat. I love computers, they're so neat. But like, now, like, we got like, man, like, this is not like the Macintosh Plus that I took and chip to it, so you could like increase this megahertz vision and I mean that makes it a little, little faster but I mean this is not I don't have that in my hand they put that together they were not like whoa that's pretty wild 
y'all. And then what we have here now. Like, wow. That's so cool. Like, I don't even know how we got here. If anyone wants to look around the corner. Like, hey, people. Hello. This is really beautiful. Now, now that we have a way to talk to each other really well, this is it's really a really good idea. Like, you know, like if we take care of this art, like, we're really going to be able to do really stuff. Like, our great, great grandchildren down the long line will be so happy with us. Like, we might not get them, but we're be so stoked the more we take care of Earth and stand up for Earth. Saving, like, I love cars. So it's just like, you know, the deer and the fox might be roaming in corners of this parking lot. I don't know. Here, it's San Jose at the AMC. Where are they? Where are they living? Like, they're made across the freeway, at least, like, maybe 10 years ago. But then they're back over here running? I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's the Tardigades that are running. It's a really quick. They're going across the, 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 from root to root. You know, they're under the ground waiting for it to be lifted. You know, lift up the, the top cover. And the Tardigades will come out. Like, all right, all right, what year is it? Keep going. You know, we're all trying to figure out a way to be durable to these difficult times. You know, I don't even know how everything else out there is going to work. I just know things I have my difficulties with and I have my challenges with. And I've got to figure out ways to put my health plan and get that to work out in my favor of me living longer. Because, like, we all have, we're all, like, living a little and we're all dying a little. Like, at what point are we Dying a little more than living. Well, we're always living a little more than dying. Like if a teeter totter, but just one kid is flying or one kid is surfing, and I am dying. Keep your energy going. Keep your furtherness. Keep your knowingness. Keep your triumphantness. Keep your majesticness in the world. The way.
situation that they have to be in and that they're standing over the body. Like, they're not standing over the body. We're still over here standing over the body. What's your opinion? If they're not standing over the body of what's happening, then, uh, people, like, come on, we can't know I have the best view. Of course, there's things in my life I wish I could go back and view differently. Like, I would have gone up, up, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, select, start, W, instead or something, you know? Maybe that's how it looks like my universe. Who knows? It's not like we're going to cut these things in different places and go do things this way. We're all here because of the awesomeness of the future. The future would not let you be here right now if it didn't do you. If it didn't do you at all, you would not be in existence. You know, only the future thinks you're cool because, you know, you're alive right now. So keep that future going, you know. What can you do in the world to keep your future going? Help people with their future. Help people with their ideas. Help people understand that, you know, not everybody's going to make sense. We're not all going to make sense. And a lot of people can't explain themselves very properly. And getting each other the proper assistance that we need in ways that sometimes we weren't even really thinking about. Because maybe we have our own personal difficulties that are more than just physical. Things that cause us difficulties even in my jaw, for instance, every single day of my life. My jaw is doing its own choice on how it wants to behave, how it wants to speak to the rest of my like, face. And it's not usually like the most comfortable. But things like this, you have to make as comfortable as you can to figure out how to get to safety and how to fill out the right financial aid forms for the right uh, medical centers. So just taking a glance at that earlier and uh, because a lot of us have no idea what's going on. I tried to cure an ear infection. Oh, I'm just going to keep putting all this stuff in my ear to go cure it. But uh, no. No. Don't put stuff in your ear. You know, if you got issues with your ear, you know, do not put stuff in them. You know, some of them we think it's just the inside of the ear, but it's also our jaws and part of our face. And I don't know exactly how we're connected, but we are all Sometimes I think things don't line up 
other issues. So, uh, I'm just part of the experiment. I'm so close to the I'm like, yo, ha 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 ha, you gotta live long, buddy. Ha 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 ha, you gotta try harder than that. Ha ha ha. You know, I already threw, like, right carotid tumor at me when I was 19 years old. And then threw whatever dental stuff some years later. And then I mastered it to me, like, seven years ago. And, um, yeah, sometimes, like, some days are awesomer than other days. And getting them together, making things rock and roll. And reacclimating to this climate too, like seriously, like Florida is a very healing climate. Like honestly, if you're sweating constantly, like you not stopping sweating, you're getting stuff out of you. Like that is like that's clogging your 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 works up, and the more you get that stuff out of you, the less it can, it can clog your works up, right? Sometimes it takes longer to get it out. And then so now back here, not sweating as much as I was, maybe that's causing some tightness in my jaw or my face or in my neck or in my freaking attitude. Shit. I'm like, Wah! And so I'm not freestyling, rapping, throwing all this funky stuff down tonight. Just some caffeine with the super quick from 7-Eleven got that picture rocking all super graviton from space and so what's this it's only been like half an hour dude I've totally bored every single body like this show comes with pillows it has pillows it's called Smoke Rules Radio because after you smoke some of this you're going to want to take a nap uh, I don't know. <laughs> you got to have fun with everything, you know. If you don't take some smack at it, somebody else will. So just, you can add some style. And just add some smile to everything else out there in the world. Cause I don't know what's happening out there. I just know. I'm just trying to keep my ideas in focus and keep the views that I want to work on worked on. While I'm working with this body called a human body that I am, obviously, I mean, I'm speaking out of it, and so, but I need to keep its health up. I need to keep the ability for it to keep functioning, and cannabis, and CBD, and happiness, like, really, 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 really help me out, and caffeine, too, where I just keeps me going, and I keep putting together all the things that I need to keep putting together. Like, it's my own shape of the little, like, what are they, little, little, like, little cr- Captain Crunch little pellets? Like, you're in the Pac-Man universe. And there's Captain Crunch pellets everywhere. And you gotta go after each one, and you're like, oh my god, this is sucks. But you're like, all right, I got to keep going after these Patrick Crunch pellets. And there's some bigger ones around the corner. I got to keep going with these. Sometimes, like, 
you can't close your eyes when you're running down the Captain Crunch pellet because they're just like, this is blow the whistle on you. Dude, you got you got to know when to relax and take take time because the whole world is its own map maze. We're in this maze of going this way or that way or this way or that way. What things can we do to heal? What things we can do to enhance and learn? What ways can we make? What we need to make? else do you want to make happen in the world? What makes the monsters happen? There's nothing else. No. Satisfaction. Creator. They're just being alive. Like, yeah, I'm alive. Like, it's not being alive. I can't be satisfied, obviously. Like, obviously, it's not unsatisfied. It's impossible to be satisfied or not. Like, people forget to, like, you have to equate that. Like, well, you could not be in existence, you know? Like, hey, you know, you're in existence. Sweet. Okay. Continue. Life has gears. We're running up these stairs that are moving. Or, like, and you're pulling off one of those, oh, my God, stair machines. Dude, the world is falling out from under you. It's like you're this MC Escher. Like, place you're trying to run away. You're trying to run, and then you're like, M.C. Escher, what did you do? He invented, like, this stair machine that was, like, future in time. And he took these stair machines, and he stuck them on the ceiling. And he took them all around and everything. So it's like, you really can't get to the ones on the ceiling. But if you could, that'd be so cool. But really, they're all still powered because they're, like, machines. And you could shake them and push them over and hang them upside down. Such and so that stair thing that keeps spinning, like you're turning, like like that. What's that? Like at uh, at water, you're bringing water with the milk or something using using old old time methods. If if you look back at any old ancient Japanese cartoon, you can see the water methods used by the ancient people in the islands to bring water up the mountain using the power of the current. That's a really amazing thing is that things are around us. There's so much energy that we are using this petrol. And petrol is awesome. And you know, we really need to continue to use petrol. But the thing about it is petrol, there's so many parts of it we have yet to even understand about defusing that, that compound, that explosion. Like petrol is like a pack. It's in the present. It's still going to be the future. People do not need, like, at some point, we're going to have exhaust-free petrol. Like, well, you know, we want to keep the things that come off of the petrol explosion because the right scrubbers, like, you want to spend some real money on a car. You know, saying, look, it's car, vroom, vroom, it's got a fancy engine, goes really fast. So take, take your car with a good engine, you know. Then you take the exhaust, then you have all the different scrubbers going through it. And it pulls and separates the carbon into different things, the oxygen into different things, the whatever chemicals in water, all these things, and reclaims them for further processing. Now, come on. Like, isn't that freaking awesome? We have this technology. 
obviously these things need more electricity to run these processes. Like you're constantly taking the gas that's put off and reclaiming it. Like they're in a spaceship. They're in outer space. They put foot and bone. You know, what are you going to pick up more atoms to go do things with? Like, if you really got, like, sometimes other chemical processes can take these carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide and put them back into, like, carbon monoxide is still, like, combustible. You know, it's still... You see the right thing with ozone. Compressed oxygen. I just totally dump oxygen in the test labs. It's really what it's about. Like finding your dreams, finding the ideas to make things happen. Because how are we going to power all these electrical things? Like we got so much electricity. Like things are powered by electricity that. The engines we have are like the backup grids, like ways to plug these cars into the grid. And so we could actually go to these stores and what? You get a discount, you rent your car as you go plug and you go watch a movie or something. You have your recyclable, you reclaim. So the only thing you're really radiating is heat. That's if you don't have the heat shielding or something. You know, maybe it's a big giant car, but whatever. The first few ones aren't going to be as, like, luxurious, obviously, because you're going to have all this huge tech that exists. It's slapping all together in the trunk. And you got it, junk. Put a little heat shielding over the engines. Find ways to run with, like, multi-fuels that the military's worked on for a long time. But to prepare the fuel in certain ways, maybe oxygenate the fuel, go into the compression, find ways to take the cleaners gas, like water, and like you, you hydrolyze it, is that the term for it? Uh, electrolysis it into this cleaner gas that is uh, very awesome, hot to burn. That with the fuel. You know, we're saying like, there's a lot of things we can do with the existing fuel that we have to make it run even better. Like, we're just barely at the precipice. If we can take all these fuel technologies we have today and take these back to the early 20s and start sticking them on gas filters and say, you know, we can do this, do that, do this. Like, we've really figured out how to save on the fuel. Because look how heavy these beasts, these cars are. These are some of the heaviest cars we're driving around ever. You know, luckily we got some small ones too. We got way more. I don't know. I'm not trying to make any argument about pollution. I'm just saying we got a lot of cars. They're heavy. They got engines. We have our own ways. Like we don't have like ways to scoop up the animals. Like we're driving down the road and like, oh man, look. Or like uh, an armadillo. Scoop it up, dude. And just like, I mean, is it a dead one? You, you lift it lightly and whack it to the side when you're going by 20 or something. Like, hey, look, the car, you aim for it. 
and the car will speed it off the road, visible side of the road. Literally, like, lift it and huck it using, like, technology, the precision, at, like, 40 miles an hour. It just lines up and goes, like, seriously, like, these cars, we can do these things. We can have, like, we're about to run over an iguana, and we're driving, and we lift up the whole car, widen the tires or something, or lift the whole car up, and it's getting close to the iguana. You know, what's, like, a deer is in front of us, like, we can, like, shoot, like, a torpedo spear out, and just, like, <laughs> that's my idea. And just get that, clean that deer with the torpedo spear. Because I don't know what we could do about a big old deer in the middle of the road when going like 50, 60. Like, all of a sudden, like, you pull out the machine gun, you know, 40 rounds a second. Like, he's just like, what deer? And whatever was behind the deer. You know? He just clears everything out of the path, you know? It's, you know, just, yeah. Nothing gets in our way, you know? It's like, it's, you're talking about AI. Well, what about, like, AI removing stuff out of the path? AI. You know, serious stuff. Like, James Bond, he alluded to this. Like, James Bond, he was having trouble moving around town. Even his movies, he could go this way and that way. He had to use special gadgets on his car to move the person out of his path, such as other vehicles helicopters or even water. You know, go underwater. I mean, come on. A sub car. Who cannot invent a sub car that can go underwater? Like, come on. Like, you just got to make sure it's quagga safe. Because you don't want these little, like, creeks where the whole quagga will get in and then it'll spread to these other lakes. You're like, oh, wait, I hear there's an old town at the bottom of this lake. Once those quagga little, like, muscles get in the lake, and they take over, and it messes up stuff. So it's real important, especially if you have, I'm talking about a boat car, y'all. You have a boat car, and you're going to all these different lakes. Like, be wary of, like, what kind of, like, places you're going in with with, with, uh, with the boat, you know. So, so uh, when they're invented, let me know. I will arrive. Seriously, I respect this is a collapsible boat car. You know, hey, look, it gets smaller on, on the surface. So when they're not underwater, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. And we're squeezing everybody. <laughs> the world is just going to take up so much space on the surface. And that's basically the thing. Like, if we're not taking up all the surface space, like, we could be floating around in water, stacked over each other like nothing. You know, not taking up any different space, but in air, we're really not too good at that yet here. Like, we could be better in water. Like, if we could find a way to go into water, and if we just, like, moved everything to the ocean, and we had all these vehicles in the water, it would be so much easier if we just had, like, floating cars, because we just, look, we're not hitting anything, you know, there's dolphins and such down underwater, you know, you can get someplace, you know, you shoot like 60 knots per hour underwater, you just go up on the surface, 
Like, like what? Like flying spaceships will get in our way? Like what? Come on. Like who? Who's who's flying spaceship? Ours? Theirs? Got these things like you put our cars on slingshots, and you slingshot us like freaking five, sixteen miles, you know, using like electronic railgun technology, and just <clears throat> shoot people. I mean, people might not. The I mean, it's not gonna be comfortable, obviously, moving that fast being shot through the sky, but we can definitely make. And then wings come out. Like, you look at that Tesla and you're like, where's the addition with the wings? Where's the wings that fold out for that freaking thing? Come on. Where's, I drive in with my Tesla. The music plays and it goes click, click, click. And he just jumps back in and the thing's got wings. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, the whole team, they just fire this turbo thing. They just launch it up, dude. Hey, come on, like, where's that commercial? I mean, I'm not going to Mars any time in my life. Dude, just give up on trying to convince me of that stuff. But getting up in the sky here, like, that would be cool. I mean, come on. Like, really, put your time where, like, you really want to have fun in your lifetime. Like, dude, we're going to get to Mars. I want to get to Titan. You know, it's all cool. But, I mean, like, what can we make happen now? The guy's got, like, these Tesla freaking space rockets that he's just, like, an inch away from adding a Mad Max freaking super combustion engine at the end of them. <laughs> like, he's just, like, add that straight to it. It's loud. Maybe we got to wear your headphones. Like, if you're not wearing your headphones, you got to sign a waiver. And he goes, down, like, like, have you seen those things that are already aerodynamic, dude? I mean, you can literally, like, catapult with them, even spinning. And then I think just naturally, if you just balance it left right, you'll get it going straight, nice and smooth, through the air, ready to add wings onto it. Like, please, add me some wings to a Tesla. And it's like, all right, let's go. Boom. And I'll be just like, all right, said and done. Yeah, I'll just forget about it till then, I guess, because it's not going to happen. You just got to go to Mars first, man. I want to go. I got, like, dude, that's, there's people that are doing that stuff with, like, two-stroke motors, man, and they got parachutes, you know, especially, like, you add a parachute to the back of the, of the Tesla, and <laughs> I don't know how this part will work too well, okay? But it's got a big, giant, like, spinning... Uh, air thing, motor, front thing, you know, I don't know, uh, but it's a really small, lightweight vessel, and I see video of it, and, and this buddy in Panama City Beach does this, it's really cool, but I don't, but it, Tesla's are way heavier, and those are more like bombshells, and they like hang out and drift, and just come up and, and down, and follow the up and down current. Hey, we can add like the Mad Max version. That's good enough because it's already a heavy frame. Like you can't just like let's shopping cart down the Tesla frame to be able to be light enough for a, a four-stroke or two-stroke little motor to be able to lift someone off at 35 miles an hour. 
can just hover, you know, the big giant parachute. That's cool too. I mean, there's all these things. I mean, that's, I could just be like, all right, in this direction. They're like, you know, they got a new version of AI flight. You know, probably you want to get across the bridge, right? I mean, they're not gonna slingshot right now. Like that just doesn't <laughs> science. Like there's no like
they've carved uh, different creatures of different uh, fascination, a different view of um, all sorts of, I don't even know, know exactly how to explain it, because that's all we have. We don't have, like, like, scrolls. We don't have, like, all the prophecies. We don't have all these decoded information. We have things that we found from different time periods. We have things that we found from different eras, from different places, from different everything. You know, you go you go look at it, and we have like things that we've uncovered. Like we keep losing so much of our information, our heritage. Like we keep thinking, oh, we're just a two thousand year old creature that's like from the Adam and Eve arc that has, uh, what do you say, uh, you know, the tenacity to uh, write and uh, do poetry and dance and live life and enjoy life and be (laughs) anti-authoritarian and to create and find ways to be beautiful and, and wonderful in the world and also dangerous too and controlling uh, along with loving, um, like we are such interesting creatures that there's, we have no bounds. The most scariest creatures, I would say, are uneducated creatures because people are not educated and they're economically deprived. This is difficult. It's people. Do the primal, the cake, steal, poor steal from poor. Like, we've got to find ways to help people get their education on so they can help create jobs. Smart people don't need someone else's company to do what they need to do. Smart people will start their own companies, will get their own things together. And the more people that we allow to be creative entrepreneurial geniuses on the planet, of that we all are, we're all such super creative entrepreneurial geniuses.
you get concise and you get into what you want to make happen in the universe, then you do it. You be creative. You find your way to be the inspiration that you need. And we can't find it in someone else to tell us, oh, that person has the inspiration that I need. It's like, well, we each need a different, unique kind of inspiration kind of thing to inspire us. A lot of times we're in the dark or someone's standing on our toe and can't think straight. We're trying to get our focus on and we get this right here, what are we going to be? How are we going to make the world go? We're going to tend to the things that are most important to us at that moment to alleviate the pain, to document everything, to create something for the future, to find a way to get to what you need taken care of, taken care of. Because if we can put together everything, a pure list of all the things that we need to in the world, then that would be just fantastic. Like there's nothing else out there that I would like really like to get to what I need to in the world is get to what needs to happen in the universe. And I'm nothing else than a person out there. I'm just a person put forward with my existence. Now, there's different ways that I've seen different things happen in the world and how things line up, how they shape, how what the world wants to say, how it governs, how what does create. What does one want to create? Does one flee, chase down, look for things like we're a moth pulled towards the light? Do we need to be fearful? Do we need to be careful? Do we need to have our ticket for the entrance or we jump from seat to seat, hiding in the bathroom? Trying not to be caught by the conductor through this like stage of life. Are we stuck on this train? Do we not know the final destination? If there is even a final destination, if when we get there, will we be cognizant to know enough to even understand what this final destination is? Or do as we get there, life becomes a blur and we find ourselves sitting to a old retirement home wondering why our pudding is cold? So, I mean, what what happened in the world? If you don't understand, is that we are all living a little bit and we're all dying a little bit. Again, there's nothing else out there that we're doing. We're making the world grow. You don't want to make it grow. You don't want to water all the fertilizer around you because there's a lot of shit. There's so many ideas sitting in the muck, ready to be afloat and to be a lit. How does one get to those things? Like, not always do we have the money to throw down and put into these kind of fascinations. What kind of thing do you want to put down? Is it like some kind of procrastination? I don't know. What's your fascination? How does it go into your, what's your connection? Oh, yes. I, uh, I like to run. It's, it's just, not not in the mood tonight. It's been a very just very different different. My jaw's been like really killing me like a whole bunch. Like it's I like to run. You know, I just 
getting there and getting the focus on the world. You know, building up, leading up, like, yes, get the Tuesday action on. Tuesday. Tuesday. Man, I'd so stoked. But, I, uh, oh, man. Just, you know, some of the heavy Tuesdays, man. Just like, okay, you can't rap, rap Tuesday. You know, just whatever crap comes out of me kind of Tuesday. I'm not trying to shovel, like, shit on the people and just saying, hey, look at these funny-looking shells I find as I walk across the beach of life. Because, you know, it's, it's good. A lot of things wash up on the shore. If we're not looking down at all the little things between our toes, all the little creations, all the life, all the past life, because you know what sand is, right? Sand. Sand is a whole bunch of old pieces of seashells. Old, old, old seashells. Like lots of them. Like you look at like a, a handful of sand, and that sand might have like a million different seashells. A million pieces, maybe? At least very unlikely that in those millions and millions of pieces or million pieces that they're from the same shell. Because the earth has been busy. Like if you look around, we're just another product of the earth. The earth is a place where life grows and grows and grows over and over and over and over and over. It doesn't do theater complexes over and over and over and over and over and over. It does it once. There's only one human growth of theater complexes that we have today. But I, I mean, the Greeks, and yeah, kind of, but, you know, one real growth of what our theater complexes are. And so what's going to be left in the future? As we pull everything else, pull everything up, leave the some of the cement as neat pieces of rock. Like, what are you going to do with it, you know? And uh, let the earth just regrow. It's like, all right, you know, we can try to garden it. But how are you going to garden it when, when you want to let the world, the point of the earth is that it's peril. You're not supposed to rake the things below the tree. The tree needs the nutrient coverings. It needs the leaves from its previous life to cover the soil. I mean, to cover the ground, to keep it moist. It's its ground cover. That's what's called ground cover. Is where there's a layer of the previous year that keeps the sun directly off the top there, so all the little microorganisms can do their thing, and the moisture can do its thing, and the plants, and fungus, the bacteria, and the mold, and all this fun stuff that's going on can do its thing, but we're always wanting to manicure Earth. And it's like, you don't manicure Earth. You let Earth just do its thing. 
Like, there's places where the plants will grow, and then they'll die off, you know? Maybe they'll survive for a while, but over the long term, the earth has made plant species very specific to their regions. For a reason, those kind of plants are in these areas, and those kind of plants are in those areas. For very specific reasons. There's the world, it it changes. All these plants have been other plants. Everything is evolving. Everything is improving upon the previous generation. Now, we look at it ourselves, and we look at a plant, and we're like, wow. You know, its seeds are going to be very similar, but they are going to be different. And then the next generation, and then the next generation. And we're so impatient. We want things to happen right away. But really, the universe is about many, 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 or the earth, that is, is about many generations. And many generations make those seashells. Many generations make the soil and the dirt and the clay and the mud. Like, literally, this rock, was just a chunk of yuck until it was biocontaminated, until something created the slime, you know, because they won't say it, this happened here, that happened there. Like, even on the moon, maybe they found, like, some kind of goo or ooze. You know, life exists, and it will prove it will continue to exist in the most funky conditions. Like, seriously, we are all extremophiles. We're all been through extreme conditions through our lives. Every creature has been fine-tuned through so many unknown cataclysms and devastations and destructions and also been fine-tuned through so many bounties and harvests and good times and balances. We are all a whole bunch of everything, but all that stuff had to happen before us for us to be here today. I'd say the time travel thing is like, uh, why? (laughs) You know, you don't want to mess with the balance of how things line up. Like the universe doesn't just take a thread and just re-pull it across. We're not all living at, like reliving everything. We can't redo stuff. We can only improve upon what we've made and then make it again. Sometimes it's keeping it as is just to keep it going. Like if you're going to light a torch and keep the torch going, are you going to be able to build a fancy torch every single time you need to keep this torch going? Well, this torch right here, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative Radio 2016, will continue going as different marijuana things come up in the world. Like, what else entertainment is there out there? 
you know, in heritage. There's, uh, I even know what's going to happen in the world. I just want to keep people entertained and philosophizing that we're so much more than we could ever think we are. And you're listening to Smoke Rules Radio. My name is Jason Brodsky, up here on the microphone. And, uh, yeah, the world, we live in it. You get a chance to listen to this broadcast. Be so thankful that you even exist. Who says you can exist? Who says we're given the gift of just being? I mean, it doesn't always, like, line up. We don't always get the plate with the with the meal that we really wanted or the kind of plate or the place or, or the whatever it is that our brain concocted that we wanted. But we're still alive. So we're getting something. We're getting something amazing. Who knows what it is in the universe? Hopefully, hopefully it's something good. Hopefully it's something heartfelt. Hopefully you get a chance to create. Because if you're not creating in the world, then it's real, 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 real. I mean, like, what else are you doing? You're taking up space. You're like, world entertain me. What does the world owe anybody? The world owes nobody nothing. To be in existence, you owe the world everything. Everything we owe the world. Look, we exist. We owe the world. You're not born with a big paycheck. You got to pay to the government. You're owed with a whole bunch of karma. You got to pay to the universe. You're not given this gift to do things and go waste it on cotton candy. These tokens were given when we were born, this creation. Where do we spend it through our life? Do we create it? Is it a money? Is it a spice? Is, what is it? Do we don't even have the books. We're not given the instructions. We're just all of a sudden go. And we don't even know what language is. We're screaming, we're yelling, we're tiny, slippery, and we're on this earth. And so we learn all these things, how to be what we are, how to interact with each other and share with each other information. Because we're not born more than once. That's like a one-time thing we get. We get each to be born. And isn't that so cool? Like, are you stoked? You got born. Like, whoa, good job. Like, how else awesome is the world if you weren't born? If you didn't get a chance to exist? One, you wouldn't get a chance to evaluate the world that day. So imagine all the people that cannot evaluate all the world, the people that are not got born, okay? So, what are we complaining about ever? Look, we're born. We're alive. You know, we, we feel like we're slaves. We feel like we are 
own to the dollar, to the corporation. Shoo, shoo, dollar sign. Two, in, two on the S, right? I don't know, right? I mean, it's like an S with two slashes on it. Shoo, shoo. We're owned. Are we? Does economy? What's the world like on some other spaceships? Like, how do people get the things that they need to do? Like, is this economy going to help humanity? Or is it just going to help the money people get the money people? Because we got so many different kinds of cars out here, so many different types of creations alone. These are spaceships. Look around. We're inches away from flying. We are flying already. It's on the surface. And the rest of the world wants to all. And how do we help the rest of the world just not pave their land? Like here, we're on like an orchard land. I mean, like where the deer roam and the coyote like hung out with the snakes and the Vesalaraptors. I mean, it's really not a lot of species died in the parking lot I'm hanging out in right now to create this parking lot. You know, but I mean, in other places, like the Amazon, the great place to set up a parking lot structure over there. Pave it before nature grows. Nature grows fast. Like, you can't just, like, let it sit barrel because the Amazon don't matter. You burn it. It, it likes it. It's true. That, that naturally happens. So, um, it's going to grow back again real quick. Like the monkeys and different species of things that wish they didn't get burned. Well, I mean, what can we do? We can't bring back that thing. But humans, we all want the American dream. Even the non-Americans. They want to be able to succeed, and if they can find a way to make their money in their land, if you start looking at your Google Earth, you're like, let me look back 10 years at certain towns all throughout the planet. How small are they? And then now, how they're growing and growing and growing. Like we really got to figure out quick how to help all these little places get the American ideal and dream. Like the expansionism and the spread out and the overtaking of nature is not really proper. You know, we've got to figure out something better than that. And we still have our way our, to entertain each other and do our things. But to be able to let nature still get through town with us running it over, we're making it run across like 60 mile freaking hours roads. It was not the Groundhog's Day. I saw a few. It was not their day. Like you drive around in Pennsylvania, there's a lot of groundhogs out there. And some of them are like, dude, not his day. Because you, you don't sleep on the side of the road. Most animals, they're not really sleeping. You have to tell like, like the younger kids, what you doing? Oh, oh, the animal's sleeping. Yes, yes, it's just doing the eternal sleep. 
you know. Oh, got hit by a car. Oh, you know, like, oh man. No, you know a lot of kids. Want to help play with them and, and make light of things that are difficult because the world is difficult. And people who have been through difficulties in the world understand that, well, hey, it's all cool. We're all here together. We all got the same moon. We got the same gravitation coming down to the earth. We're all excited. I mean, why not be excited? We're like, you know, we are excited because we're still alive. The moment all is alive, we're not excited because our cells still are cheering us on. When our cells stop like cheering us on, then we're dead. So hopefully, your cells just keep cheering you on because there's nothing else out there in the world you want to do but keep alive as long as life. Game of existence, game of making the other is to stay alive and do adventures, try to educate yourself and help people, help animals, help life, help the creatures, because it's how bright you are. If you want to feel like you're a bright person or you want to be a bright person, well, start helping everything. Because the future is what brightens people. And sometimes we don't know why we're so bright, but we we just got to understand and be like, you know what? Crushing insects is not the way to go. You know, small little creatures, little things, finding ways not to hurt the environment, picking up plastic, it's even looking at it and saying, you know, that's like almost a nickel's worth of fuel. You know, plastic is fuel. Well, people don't get it yet. Like, check out this science laboratory. Let's get on the boat out there to that plastic island and make some moolah. I'll get you some fuel. All right. Oh, man. That place will take all that stuff, melt it down nice and slow. Oh, no, it killed a few kajillion tardigrades. Like, how many tardigrades were killed while listening to this radio broadcast? I mean, geez, people don't realize. Like, they ate 500 tardigrades today. Like, these things are on your salad. They're everywhere. You know, they, they're like, oh, I'm in the stomach. Uh-oh. And they come up into a little ball. They get flushed out, and then they washed out, and then... They make it and hopefully survive somewhere, but they're okay because they're used to being flushed through creatures. That's why they go to, get up into like a little ball-like thing. So that's what's really interesting about it is that we are so macroscopic. You know, we're so big that the microscopic world really is like, we help keep that in order, then we're like doing well. And we just got to figure out how to keep things that are in the tiny doing well. Like a lot of us, like, we don't know how to talk to all the parts of us, all the different cells in us, talk to the different appendages, you know, lift arm, you know, catch, throw, run, kick, you know, high five. We've got these, like, things we do with our limbs. 
what are we going to do with them? You know, I don't know. I'm going to keep mine on me and be stoked that I have them. Because if I didn't have limbs, then I would really not be able to do, like, anything that I'm trying to do in the world. And there's people that don't have these things, and they're trying to do stuff in the world. Like, I mean, they don't have the robotic things that they could sew on to people and just, like, give people their super, like, Iron Man, like, robo go-go and, and make it come together, you know? Who knows? I, I just know that the world is beautiful. I'm part of it. And I really want people to understand that we all have difficulties. Some of them way greater difficulties than others. Like, my difficulties, like, Nothing in comparison to some other difficulties, you know? I mean, shucks, there's always someone with the tougher shit going on. With the tougher, like, roll the dice. You know, we're not always given the easiest road, path to walk down. and throw money at it to solve the issue. Sometimes that helps. Like, a lot, if, if done right, money can solve the issue. But really, having faith, faith and figuring out a whole bunch of ways to make money appear. (laughs) You know, really, people don't do things for free always, even financial aid kind of stuff. Because, like, we go through a lot of different medical difficulties in the world, and I'm not handed all this money. Like, where's my check in the mail, dude? I mean, where's these dividends supposed to be coming to me? You know, my $500 billion thing is in the finger, you know? I don't see it. You know, where's, where's that going to happen? My freaking proper health care that I need and the proper things I need. All these things, we need these health things. Where is it? Where are we? Are we going to be able to fill these out so simply? Like, really, we have the answers. We have them right here. The straw man account that the Federal Reserve is based on our future value. And the healthier we are, the higher our value. The smarter we are, the higher our value. The more sheltered we are, the higher our value. The more we create during our lifespan. So it's pretty simple. And it just, if you guys can understand, is that healthcare and education and housing should be paid for by the government. not the way that it's being paid for. Like, it's really 
the group that's printing the money, the Federal Reserve, has us each individually backed as a giant sum of currency. Each of us are valued at a huge amount. And the smarter we get, proof positive, the smarter we get, we will be able to make more money and do what we need to do in the world because there's nothing else out there but our existence. If we are to be wonderful people, if we are to make what we need to in the world happen, then we need to put together what we need to put together out there. Because a lot of times, it doesn't make sense. A lot of things in the world do not make sense. You just put it together, and you go, and you roll with it. You know, that's that's all I could say. Like, what else is there for? Like, I can't put this together and that together, like everything I wish I could. But if I could put it together, then, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be stoked. Like, the whole puzzle piece, the whole universe, Everybody is like always, we're always looking for that answer. Do we have that answer that's going to be able to put the, everything together for us? Do we have the thing that we need to make happen, to make everything just fall together? Like that one linchpin that's just going to be like, oh, this is just the one thread that there we go. And everything just comes together perfectly. We're always looking for that. We're always hoping for it. We're always like, can we make things work better if we, like, hold out? If we just, like, oh, we've got to keep looking for that one thing that's going to do everything. It's, but it's a whole bunch of small little things. Like, life's box of chocolates isn't just a small box. There are hundreds of thousands of chocolates in that box. And you might think that, like, well, that's not good because I'm a diabetic. Well, maybe the box is the same size, and there's sugar-free chocolates. And they're tiny slivers of chocolate somehow or something. But really, everything is more than it always appears in the world. Like, I don't know how stuff unfolds how we put things together out there in the world. Like sometimes things make sense, a lot of times they don't. And why we have to seem to know the answer to everything, like it's cool. We look out at these stars flickering in the sky and we say, well, that star has that flicker because an exoplanet is floating around it and that exoplanet has these features to it and just like, wah, voila, and you're like, whoa, that's super cool. How how do we know that stuff? Like, space marines go. You know, just don't have babies in space, right? Because you're not in the United States. You can't have United States babies. I mean, come on, space marines, space marines, space babies. Who, where, where do space babies belong? If you have space babies, like, 
you take your babies up to space, is it like the International Space Station? Do you get to choose what country your your baby belongs to? Because, I mean, you know, it's a pretty good idea. I mean, some people think, like, oh, isn't it just cheaper to go and pay for the the, the green card or the importation right of bringing the, the child in, you know, then flying to space and to, to have to bear the child? So, yeah, but the controversialness of it, to be the first baby born in space? I mean, come on. Like, how many babies have been born in space? That's going to be cool. Like, of course, who's the first one to smoke a bong rip? Yeah, sure. All right. I'm down for that, too. Don't get me wrong. But for humanity's sake, the first baby to be born in space, that would be cool. Like, seriously. Like, you don't even have to grow the baby in space. You can, like, ask the mother to grow it on Earth and then go to space, like, a week or two beforehand and then see if the water breaks and how that works, you know. Like, maternity in space, like, yeah, if you if you have the rabbi there to do the circumcision and, and all that stuff, you know, it's all kosher. You know, how does that really happen? Like, does the does the baby grow differently? Like, will the baby, like, if the baby grew in, I mean, we could do our own artificial gravity, right? Like, some kind of spinning copper disc or something? No? No, not really. We're just floating. So, if they conceived a baby out in space, saying there was, a consensual couple that was like down for the space experiment. Like, yeah, you want us to make a baby in space? Be the first ones? You know, come on, we're humans. We've got to see what happens with the reproductive system in outer space. And you want to say there's space marines. Well, there's going to be space marine babies. And there's the colonial space marine babies of the U.S. They have to come back to the United States to fill out the paperwork to become a United States citizen or something. They're already born ahead of time. They already have to fill out paperwork if they're coming back in. So, I, I, I don't know. You know, just be like, yeah, the first consummation, the first growing of a baby in space where the mom's out there for, like, the whole time. You know, will the space baby have extra arms, extra limbs? Will it, like, have extra intelligence? I mean, will it swim better? Will it know, like, calculus at a younger age? Like, will it have a reptilian tail? Like, these things we don't know until we start having children in space. I mean, how you could, I mean, we're talking about a consensual couple. It's like, all right, we know you two have been ready to go. You got your fertility thing rigged. Okay, hold on, not yet. Are we in space yet? Are we, you know, you get like the private area where they're not like recording, you know, a couple that's not very loud, obviously, that is, that fits the fertility profile, right, or something. Because sound vibrates. Like, if you're in the ISIS space station and you're in one corner of it and there's some loud ruckus 
going on in one corner. But that vibrates through everything. Everything is connected to everything else. It's not like there's something called grounding. We have something called grounding, like when you vibrate the ground, the earth. Earth doesn't vibrate as much. Like it carries some base waves, and it just stops vibrating. But in space, when you're on a spaceship, and you're doing your thing, and you're not in a vibration-protected area, those motions of the ocean will probably shake through the whole ship and be caught by all the sensors in the ship, all the gravimetrics. And we're like, how come there is this shaking going on with everything? It seems to be repetitive for a few minutes and then gets faster and faster and then harder <laughs> and then stops. And then goes again and then stops. <laughs> what, what, what is Houston? Houston, do, do, you, do you have that? We have we have this shaking going on 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 the on the space shuttle right back wing near the um near the linen closet with with all the uh, the, the extra room. The uh, can you is there is there please check is there a sign on the door that says if the uh if the van is a shaken don't come a quaken is is that there if that's there please disregard uh everything and uh, please continue top secret mission in progress <laughs> all right what's your airspace limit taking long. Really, like, how do we? I mean, is that how NASA thinks that, like, we're going to test procreation space? What we're going to do? We're going to take a test tube. We're going to take these humans and we're going to take this ovary. We're going to stick them on each other and stick a microscope on it and, like, let it live for, like, seven days. That's on Earth. Look how Earth trees. Like, is it going to be, like, if you're within the, the the main gravitation of Earth, then you have to be down with the Earth trees? If our planet is pulling you more and you're down, then it's our treaties. And it was like, gray zone. What treaties, what treaty gravity zone are you in? Right. We don't know how we're going to be out there in space. We have so many thinking more than neutrons. Shooting through all of us, we're blanketed by a protective layer from the sun, keeping all these particles from murdering our cells. Like, people, like, what's going to happen in space? Like, we're going to make space babies. Are they going to look like the aliens that we have depicted? <laughs> like, you start to look at it like, whoa, your eyes start to get bigger. Like, it's in that Star Trek girl with the baby delivery scene at the beginning with the big old funky looking eyes is that gonna, it's gonna what's gonna happen to us are we gonna lose our ocularness and all of a sudden we have a giant brain because we figured out that if you're picking a computer to a person is really pointless unless you're missing limbs you know a person can just figure stuff out don't stop, take that electrode off my nipples you know so some people really like it 
You got that sexual sim- stimulation that you could do remotely over the internet. You know, I can stimulate your nipple with electricity in like Tibet, and you can be in like Uruguay. And so, <laughs> right? You know, just I mean, if, if you're into that kind of like remote stimulation like that electricity stuff like it helps sometimes to my neck stimulate the muscles in my neck uh the tens machine but it's not hooked to the internet that's which hooked to a nine volt battery and some fella with a neck ache <laughs> that's that's what that's what it's hooked to that's, that's what it's definitely hooked to yeah so the world itself is uh, is its own thing, and that's for sure. You're listening to Smoke Rules Radio. This is Jason, just rocking the mic, just bringing things out there, whatever I can tonight, to share with you the fact that there is no script to this show. Like, if there were well, the facts out there in the universe, the only script to this show would be, like, that it's two hours long. And this dude named Jason Brodsky, like, talks or raps, tries to sing, shakes a marijuana tambourine and cheerleader thing. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I have no reason to exist in the world. Because if I have to have a reason then that's difficult. Because what if I lose that reason? I just exist. I'm stoked to exist. There's reasons I don't know why I exist. I don't have to have a reason to exist. I would really like to know something. But it's like, it's also like, don't tell me the end of the movie. I mean, come on. I'm living my own movie. Don't give away the end of it. You know, the movie's with the whole thing going going on. But but this is like the kind of movie that they tell you the ending. But it's like that's one of the endings is because now you know one of the possible endings. There's the possibility that you're going to excel even better or something because he told you. And your fate messes you, man. They'll tell you your fate. They'll tell you what's going to happen to you just so you know and so when you get to those crossroads, you do things differently. And because they know that what you know, then you'll do things differently. It it sucks. They already know how things are going to play out, but they like to, for some reason, you get to play them out. If they already know how things are going to play out, for some reason, we get to play them out. I don't know what that does for anything. It's the world's biggest game of Vegas style craps betting situation where they say, well, in my prediction, it's going to roll this way. Or the other person's like, in my prediction, it's going to roll that way. Like, how is someone's life going to really go? Are we going to sit back and let it just flutter away? Or are we going to grab it by the horns and just ride it like a beast out of hell and just freaking keep going, just woo, just 
rock it and tame it to the best you can and then rock it and just do whatever you do. I don't know what I am. And I'm definitely a beast out of hell. We destroy so much. This creature, by boiled up definition, is a monster. You know, I don't want to be a monster. I don't want to be. But there's so many humans that have been. Like, they're all like, sharks are bad. Well, coconuts kill more people than sharks. And sharks, like, aren't really into people, you know? If they've got their own ecosystem, they they got their own thing. They're not hungry. Don't mess with their food source. they got nothing to deal with you. You watch too many movies. They're not tasty. We're like, if you go out to eat sushi and, and they pull up, like, freaking raw chicken on the table, and you're like, I didn't want raw chicken. I want some sushi. That's what we taste like to them. It was a nasty raw chicken. Like, like sharks did not evolve around the cow. Like, they don't like our kind of meat because we're kind of dolphin-like a bit. And dolphins beat the heck out of sharks. The sharks are like, no. Humans, yeah. That's why there's bites usually. There's not like bites. And it's like, yo, keep going. It's like, oh. You ever like bitten something that tasted horrible? And you just spit it out? Like, that's what we're like to those creatures. So how will we be like to the universe around us? Will we try to find a way to fit into the ecosystem and let the ecosystem do its own thing because, you know, what else is the point? Is it we've got to interfere? We've got to steer the cat? Like, the kittens are out of the box, bro. They're everywhere. you got to hurt them. Like, you just want to get them all in a row. Because you can't train kittens in mass. It's just not the things you can do, it's just like, how is one going to make something happen in the world? If you can make all the kittens behave exactly as you want without sticking, like, little you know, computer chips on the back of their skull, you know? Meow. <laughs> look, I got 14 kittens all, like, doing the exact same thing. And I'm doing the thriller Michael Jackson once this. And they're all programmed, and they keep doing this to people. I mean, how's I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Like, worldwide on Michael Jackson Day, everybody gets a Michael Jackson chip, and they wire into everybody, and they all do the Michael Jackson dinner dance perfectly on that day during Halloween. Not like you're looking through the half-ass where the person next to you is trying to mimic an eight and a half-ass or the 18th-ass. I mean, basically, perfectly, we all get that Michael Jackson chip. We can do the thriller dance worldwide perfectly. Like, if it's not implanted, you cannot attempt to do the thriller dance because it, it, it would just be like, What's that guy doing, man? He's off by microseconds. Like, really, zombies are choreographed creatures. Like, 
you can't be a zombie and not be one of those creatures from, like, the video games that does the same thing over and over again. I mean, literally the same thing. There's nothing, no creature in nature that does the same thing over and over again. Like, you look at birds, they turn their head and move their side, but they're not like, three heads over, three heads over, you know, and it's I love it. Someone's got a life of their own. And you feel like, you know, they've been trying to type into the words and it keeps coming up all the weird words or you're doing the voice recognition. You're like, I did not say that evil stuff that it wrote. Like, it's like, you ever looked at the president's voice recognition they got on YouTube? It's like in funky French. They're, like, doing all these things purposely messing with people's, like, closed captioning. That's, like, super uncool. Like, have you ever tried to do that? Like, I've been doing the DoorDash, right? So it comes in. It's also Jordy's Dash with a J and a G. There was also a G. It's some Jordy. Jordy. Like, someone threw the G. Uh, it's definitely a big one. I got to do a D A S H. Like it's it's super big about when doing the voice recognition, and it comes up with its own things. Like it wants to say that I'm like saying these funky words. I'm like, no, it's not just like tiny little differences, like minute spelling. Sometimes it just says a you know the complete wrong thing. And I don't have an example, of course, for you. But, like, whoa, it's right in the wrong thing. I could probably be running it right now. Like, the place that listen to this show is so wild. It's just crazy stuff. And I already say crazy stuff. But the voice recognition is out of mind of its own. Like, I'm pretty sure that before it gets to Google or after it gets to Google or at Google, there's like a few different settings there. They're, they're, 
you know, I, I've seen people English as a, like second language, you know, just nailing on voice recognition all day long. Do, 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 do. It comes out perfectly. And like I'm pretty sure my English is pretty good. But uh, there's gotta be like a setting, like you know, the main setting, like hey, good, excellent, you know, will work. There's another setting of uh, you know, every fifth word is misspelled or something. And then another one is like, all right, but this one, I think it sounded like they're an abusive person. You say a lot of like aggressive words in the case of what they're saying. You know, it's like, whoa, what?
like all them in China. They have two different types of OSs. They have the American version and the Chinese one that updates everything you type into it. If you want to think it's a free world, no, it's just not a free world, people. We are not allowed to do whatever we want. There are people being hurt right now for just their words. And I'm worse than anything I can even say on this. The world is not the best place out there. Now we have technology to enforce the rules. Kids type in the wrong thing into the machine. Oh man, they know about it. Look at on after these mass shootings, they arrested 25 children, 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 little children, little kids. They're just checking Twitter. Trying to think they are cool. Arrested them, charging them, holding them, detaining them. Children, what is this world doing? You can't do this to little kids. What's this going to harm these children? These guys are just, just talking, joking about stuff. I'm not going to walk in on psychotropic meds. Do things, oh, they're trying to be careful for everybody, so you got to hurt other people. Like, no, stop hurting the kids. Number one, kids are just kids say stuff. They don't re- realize. Like, is this place the same as, you know, any place you can't say things? Like, oh, freedom of speech. Unless we say it's hateful. Like, what do you mean it's a video game? I freaking hate the other players. They suck. They will all die. Now, does that mean I want to kill the actual game players? No. It means their characters that they're playing, I want to shoot them with a virtual weapon. You know, it's people are pushing the line too much. They don't realize that if they are not making things happen, then they don't, they don't really know what's going to happen in the world. They don't really know at all. And people really like getting in your face over nothing. Like, I don't really understand why. But if someone wants to push you, they will be persistent, keep harming you until they get what they want. Now, it's pretty simple that the world is not as, how do you say, cupcake or full equationary or balanced. As we like it to be, like oh yeah, we all we all want to have that fair chance. We all want to have the ability to be balanced or 
properly, you know, in the universe. So we're given the gift of life, and some of us are just as tarnished on earth. We're born with these medical issues, different deformities at birth, and we don't understand what these are, what they have been, what they've led us to be. Like, what do you think the world is? I know it's what I make it the best to be. I'm not here to be harassed in the world, and I'm not here to harass. Some people want to show and shake their stuff around and say, I'm this or I'm that. But you really got to be yourself. You got to stand for your rights as an existing future and come together with groups of people to create nations that stand for individual rights that we all have in the world. And what right do you have in the world? What right do I have in the world? We all have the right to continue to live. Everybody has the right to live, regardless of how we got here. I mean, we don't always understand how we split hairs in this direction or in that direction. But what is your right to exist? Do you have a reason that says you're here for this, you're here for that? Like, we're each, once we're born, we are if we're not born, we're not alive. It's pretty simple. If we're aborted, we're not alive. If our mom ate a whole bunch of mangoes and did a natural abortion, we're not alive. We didn't make it past that finish line onto that area. We need to find ways to be alive and help keep life going. Because if we don't keep life going, then life will what can I say, man? Life is nuts. Life is crazy. Hunter, be hunted. You know, people out there want to say this is the line. Do not cross this line or you will get on you. It's like, whoa, dude, chill out, world. We're here with peace and love. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't make any sense at all. But we put together things the best that we can and the things that you just think that we're here to exist in and continue to exist in so we cognizant enough to enjoy the existence that we can live in a long way but if we're on that respirator at the very end like we're not really living it on top of like the mountain screaming out so we only have so much time to live in existence and scream out on top of the mountain and be stoked and be, I'm so happy to be here. So happy for y'all to be alive. Be out there chasing dreams. Stand for what you believe in. Be in anything. Whatever you stand up for, for however you stand up for, be with yourself. Because you're going to find not anybody will stand up for you sometimes. We have to stand up for ourselves and help people that can't stand up for each other. It's a beautiful world. The artists have to help each other see it's so beautiful. I want to thank everyone for listening.